Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible, period. That's it. That's all we do. I'm Robert Padnick. With me, as always, is Dan Klein. Hello, Dan. Hi, Robert. Thank you for having me back. As always, we're happy to have you back. And it's not just you today. We're joined, well, not just even a third person. We've got a, a stacked house. Yeah, this is it. It's a party. Woo! It's a party in here. We have host of the always amazing, always popular, always money-making podcast, <laughs> The Alarmist. <laughs> I don't know. Rebecca Delgado-Smith. Hello, Rebecca. Oh, hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. You know, your mouth to God's ears. I hope we make a lot of money. It's important to tell everyone how money-making you are. I feel like it money-making leads to money-making. I like to call myself a money-making machine. Oh. It's an, at- I'm an, an ATM. ATM. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca ATM, Delgado Smith. Smith. You must wish all those letters were spelling ATM. <laughs> That's right. And um, And our fourth guest who is invisible in our zoom much like jesus but in this case is not jesus it's our new editor cooper who has been with us for two episodes now and that is why it sounds good and not bad yeah cooper's really been helping us and uh you know he's really taken a hit with how much uh, money we could give him because um you know, Bible Brothers patrons, we really appreciate you. It's not exactly the um the fat pot that we when Robert and I set out. When we made this podcast, we wanted to we said what would make us the most money possible? Uh, the quickest possible. Too. <laughs> quickest and right. Some combination of quick and and fast and a ton of it. Robert and I don't even care about a podcast. Like we were like, whatever is a good money making venture. We're really just venture capitalists. Mm. Well, you you picked on the oldest one. So yeah. So yes. we were like one of the tried and true. Yeah. We were like, like oh, say. here's like, there's definitely like room in the market for a Bible based comedy podcast. We're going to get rich quick. And it's taking a little bit longer. We're going to blame it on the pandemic. Similar to Quibi, Mm -hmm. I think that Bible Brothers and Quibi are in the same space where had there not been a pandemic, we would be extremely rich right now. Mm. Yes, but instead of being rich, we are, in fact, poorer than ever. (laughs) This, um, Not to be gauche and talk about our money woes, but uh, now that we've bought the Expensive equipment, as all of our listeners know, because we talk about it every episode. Yes. Uh, The subscription to Zoom, the subscription to other services that have failed us. (laughs) Um, We now have Cooper and we are just dying out here. Cooper is basically the podcast's baby and babies we all know are a big old money suck. You know, you got to buy the diapers, you got to buy food. They're just going, you got to save up for college. So that's basically what we're doing with Cooper, but in in podcast terms, <laughs> suckling on the teeth. Yeah. So if there's ever a time to join the God squad. <laughs> Does Cooper ever speak? Let's see. Cooper? Yeah, nothing. No. <laughs> oh, 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 he's not recording. He's he not recording speaking. and he is capable of speaking. No. <laughs> no, that's okay. For everyone listening, Cooper is talking. I, I can confirm he's talking, but he's not recording. He is real, but we can't see him. In the next episode, we'll we'll get we'll get Cooper hooked up to uh <laughs> to a mic. Well, you know, on the other side of that is look, people are chipping in and helping us pay for our new baby Cooper. So we want to welcome some new members to the God Squad. Hey, ring a ding ding. 
Now, this is maybe the best name we've gotten, but it, I did find out that it is a pseudonym. But hey, a name's a name. Welcome to the God Squad, Jefferson Steelflex. Jefferson Steelflex, what a name. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. And so he told you? I asked. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. We've gotten some good names, but is this real? And he kindly told me it was not. Is Jefferson real? You know, I didn't get that far with him, but Jefferson's probably listening. So Jefferson, you want to let us know? He's not recording uh, right now either. He's not recording it yes. either. Oh, thank you, Jefferson. What a surprising voice for Jefferson Steelflex. Yeah, fine. so tiny. Hi, Jefferson's oh. real, but Steelflex is not. Okay. Uh, okay. Thanks. That's all we needed to know. Well, all have right. a good rest well, of your day. You know what? Yeah. Good on you for kind of finding the name that suits you best based on what I know of you and your kind of higher pitch voice. <laughs> also good on you to get into our Zoom. I'm I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real hacker. <laughs> yeah, cyber. Oh, that's all we know about him. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> and let's also welcome Jack. Jack, is that a real name? That's tough as well. Yeah, just Jack. Just Jack. Ding, ding, ding to you, Jack. The tough boys are really bringing the heat today. Well, let's bring one more boy in because we got a Tom. Ooh. Okay. Now I'm starting to worry that these are fake. <laughs> these are all fake people. <laughs> I kind of thought each name was going to escalate in toughness, but Tom kind of took it back to a normal name. A normal whitewashing fence, Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. Well, those are our new God Squad members. Hey, guys. Rebecca, who are you thinking? I was thinking of Tom Thumb. Mm. Another tiny person. Uh-huh. Ever, little squeakers, Jefferson and Tiny Tom. <laughs> Well, they got to overcompensate. Mm. Yeah. So they join whatever patrons they can. Mm-hmm. Well, we're we're excited. And we have one. Who's the person who's who's our fancy pants patron who has- Bridget. Uh, Bridget. Moneybags. Moneybags Bridget. Thank you. <laughs> she still has to take her top hat. I think whoever's the mon- in the leader position of most money should get called out all the time. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair. That's a great uh, perk. So, so we'll be constantly talking to Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> Until someone beats her two extra dollars where she's she's Mrs. Moneybags. Yeah, she is currently Mrs. Moneybags. Um, well, anyway. Oh, and also just to uh, catch up, I've got some really great emails and some feedback. I've been trying to post more, you know, to help just let the world know about Bible Brothers and, you know, hopefully get a couple bucks for our friend Cooper here. Yeah, you've been on the streets pounding, pounding the pavement. Pounding the pavement, handing out those flyers. We got a really nice email from someone named Elise who um, recommended the movie Prince of Egypt, which was uh, DreamWorks' first... I don't know if it was DreamWorks' first animated movie, but... But certainly up there. It was based on... I did look into it, and it was like Jeffrey Katzenberg, also the uh, CEO of Quibi. (laughs) And um, he wanted to make like an animated uh, Ten Commandments. And so they did... I just can't believe like a major movie studio made a Bible-based animated movie and it was very popular. Mm, haven't seen it. You can't believe that? I guess not. I guess I should because those are yeah. two that, popular like, things. That like animation and religion are like two big deals. I guess so. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Every private school got so excited about that. They rented that. They spent the 20 bucks. They didn't went, wait for it, you know? Yeah. No. They got the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. In those big plastic cassette tapes that... Disney movies used to come in oh, where yeah, there was like, like plastic the shells. on plastic. You're like, what a shell. Yeah, nothing will hurt this. <laughs> Remember those hard, hard shells? Yes, yes. yeah, big. <laughs> and like they had the paper boxes, but then everybody's shelves would have the, a few of the big, hard plastic shells. Just thick shells. Stick yeah. them together. You know, your 101 Dalmatians and your 
Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Exactly. But the Disney shells I remember as being particularly powerful. And white. Like more than any other shell. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. And d- were they cushioned? I feel like they were also cushioned. I think cushioned. they were. Yeah. I feel like they had like a pillow, like a thick insular <laughs> layer to keep, keep them warm and toasty. Yeah. When you opened it up, it went and there was like release. a little squish when you like there was a little foam squish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in case you ever dropped it you know you don't you really don't want to mess up the lion king no because you know? they don't come out all the time it goes back in the vault that's right <laughs> the tape itself is so fragile a little piece of dirt the wrong like grip you could destroy the tape but the plastic shell was indestructible that's right but it, you know it, it's a film it's a film so it's very delicate exactly it was a delicate exactly. film encased in a tough beetle shell hmm. so maybe we should watch the prince of egypt prince of egypt will and she sent a clip of the 10 plagues scene which was much more intense than the 10 plagues scene that we read in the bible which was we found to be very boring Yes. Yeah, you're lucky that we are just leaving the 10 plagues, which turned out to be one of the more boring parts of the whole Bible. Can you believe it, Rebecca? No, I can't. I mean, it's a shocker. I've I've heard of the stories of the 10 plagues, but I can't say I've actually sat down and read the actual script per se. Mm-hmm. But I guess the imagination is worse than uh, the reality, as they say. What's your favorite uh, plague of the ones that you know? Uh, the locusts for me mm. was... Probably the most famous. It's very famous. And I also, when I was in high school, I dissected a locust. That was my, you know, people got sharks. Some people got sharks. uh, Other people got pigs. And I ended up getting a locust. Mm. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, first of all, less interesting, obviously. Yeah. What's inside of a locust? I'll, I'll tell you what. It was the worst smelling of all of the animals to dissect. Worse than the shark. So you got the most boring and the worst smelling. Well, you kind of... I don't know if you meant to, but hit on a kind of an interesting facet of the 10 plagues, which is that all of the plagues, God mentions how stinky they are. Oh, yeah. He Many was really of them, to... he comment, he's one of part of the plague is it smells terrible. And now you just taught us that the locust also smelled horrible. <laughs> yeah, I guess they got chosen for a reason. Uh, what what was the one where they uh, there's the water is it, there's the flooding and then there's the fire as well there's uh well there's blood every water all the water turns to blood mm. and then there's a part where it's both hailing but the hail is on fire so may, those are kind of the same okay well I, I I'm shocked that uh that it wasn't as exciting. It, it, you know, I'm a bummed, honestly. I'm bummed that it wasn't as exciting on the paper. It just didn't get into any of the details. Mm. Yeah. We missed out on a lot of the details and like the excitement of it. It was more just like this happened and that that's it. And I guess you're just at that point when they're writing this, you know, they're writing the Bible initially, people are probably using their imaginations as to like, wow, that must have been crazy. Maybe there was a little bit more you know, give and take with the person telling the story. <laughs> You're right. Maybe they just had better imaginations where like they don't need things filled in at all. They just say everything turned to blood and like, you know, go from there. And people were already like, oh, you've told me too much. My brain is already full of you ideas. You ruined it for me. Come on. <laughs> I want to smell it myself. Please. No, no spoilers. <laughs> um, speaking of filling in. So we had one more, another email from a pastor. Ah. And he was saying that each of the 10 plagues actually refers to like, it's like God showing off to the Egyptian gods. You know, when, remember there was all those like magicians involved? Yeah, sure. And God is like, each one is kind of 
corresponding to an Egyptian god. Oh. Um, and the reason we don't know that is because we don't really follow those gods anymore. And he kind of compared it to, well, if someone was writing a Bible right now and one of the plagues was, and then God took away everyone's phones. Right. You know, <laughs> if you were reading this a thousand years in the future, you'd be like, what is, why is that like a problem? But if, if we heard about it, we'd be like, oh, my precious phone. Because we have a God of phones. No, because we think that phones are so important and like we use them every day. So you wouldn't have to explain it to someone today, like why that would be a big deal. Whereas a thousand years from now, people might not understand why that's a big deal. Right. So like locusts, the locust one, they would have eaten like all the farm. Right. You know, and to us, it's like, okay, so there's some bugs Get in your right. car. What's the big deal? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like each. There were like 10 Egyptian gods and like one was like locust man. <laughs> no, but cool. I didn't mean that. I don't know, but cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I didn't mean it, but. You know, like Mega Man, how has all these bad guys that have different powers. Yeah, cut It's man. like, I can do everything you can do. Different gods. Like I have all your powers. Yeah, a little. I'm actually, no, that is relatively true. Yes, it was something like that. I don't know if there was like a little like karate chopping locust man yeah but yeah i know what you're i know exactly what you're picturing <laughs> yeah and then you enter his little lair and his little the, and it goes like kick, 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 the gate <laughs> the wall closes and you hope that you have a corresponding like blaster that can hurt him yeah a little you bit hope more. that you did it in the right order and yeah. you already took out um famine man right and you hope that the famine could <laughs> affect, affect the, the locust, locust. Man, but you just have to guess or you have to call like the, the or hotline. call the nintendo hotline <laughs> well um yeah. those are the updates that we have so far oh wait actually sorry one more huge update huge okay this better be good the charts we're talking about the charts rebecca we're going to we're trying to be the number one religion podcast in america or the world, really. I think you can get there. We did move up one spot. Rebecca, be honest. Have you ever been on or hosted a podcast that talks so much about its own success before <laughs> it even gets into the content? <gasps> I mean, you guys started off with how much money you're making. So. Well, we talked about how bad That's we're what the people doing. are interested in. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> the people want the money. <laughs> and now you're talking... Okay, so, so you want to be number one yeah. in yeah. the religion charts. I think you yeah. can get there. I think you can get there with, I, I, at least by at least by Mark. I think you can get there by by Mark by the Book of Mark. That's right. Oh, by Mark. <laughs> Did you think that Rebecca didn't know how to say March? Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> gosh. So this is what we're dealing with. Uh, it's March. I think I think the month you is named March. It March. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Uh, did you think I was going to be insightful or helpful in any way? Because no. Yes. <laughs> by Mark. Okay, by Mark. So you actually are really insightful. You know more than we do. I didn't even know that was a thing. So there you go. By Mark. Yes, we'll be number one by Mark. Well, currently, we are number eight. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Top ten, baby. Rebecca? I'm pumped. That, I'm very pumped. All right. I, honestly, I'm more, I, I, I didn't realize you were number eight. That's great. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Rebecca, where's the alarmist on the religious charts? <laughs> um, we're nowhere. We're not. I mean, our episode on the crucifixion of Jesus Christ uh, didn't even touch it. Didn't even touch. Wow. 
the charts, the religious charts. But it does sound like a good episode. Everyone check it out if you're interested in comedy and religion. Sure. But of course, I mean, we're in the top 10, so you'll probably, you'd have to scroll past us. Why would you? Gonna, yeah, you don't need to. You're not going to do that. So. All right. Well, eight's good. Robert, where are we? Where are we in the Bible? Okay. We're in Exodus. Yes. Chapter 15. Very cool. The the plagues have happened. The Hebrews have crossed the Red Sea. And I think we're just picking up on the other side of the sea. Now, I will say this is a point in the story of Passover or just Old Testament in general. I really don't know what happens now. I know that the Ten Commandments are going to happen at some point. Oh. oh, that's interesting. They happen after. It's like, first get them out and then tell them what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I wonder if they'll even happen this pretty soon. Could happen right now. Why not? Could be the first sentence. God gets, I mean, Moses gets out of the Red Sea. That's all done. Here's a couple of laws. So open up your Bibles to Exodus chapter 15 and away we go. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Uh, so I hope that Moses is really singing right now. How, how sweet to hear Moses just break out into song. Yeah, we've never heard a song in the Bible. Mm-hmm. This is the first one. Just Moses is so overcome by excitement that God killed all of the Egyptian soldiers that now he's just going to start singing about it. He's going to improvise a song. <laughs> it's one of the most bible passages we've heard so far using words like triumphed gloriously and songs mm-hmm. and all that stuff. This is what I thought the Bible was. Yeah, yeah. I have to admit to you guys, um, I was in a very cool um, contemporary uh, religious contemporary rock What? Band. Did you sing this song? <laughs> the Moses? Well, it, it, uh, yeah, there, I, I might come, aco- uh, come across some, uh, some lines that were hits in the songs. You know, we were, we were called melodic prayer. Oh my gosh. We sang the set. We sang at the seven 30, uh, mass. It was an evening mass for the So you cool. can get a little nasty with your lyrics. It was adults. <laughs> we had a drum, mm. just so you know. What do you mean a drum? We had a drummer. We oh, a, a drummer. drummer. Oh, oh. Wait, but did you have other instruments? We had, a, yes, we had a, a flute sometimes. We had a, a guitar, of course. Okay, that helps. I, I played, I, I sang backup and uh, the tambourine. So if any of these If you feel compelled to just start breaking out, yeah, if you're starting to feel the rhythm, just... I might know some of the tunes. Oh, okay. Wow. It's also, we. I think you're the first guest that I totally forgot to actually ask any questions about you or your religious background. It turns out you have... The most. Perhaps the most. It's we were talking about how where we are on the charts. <laughs> we're too busy talking about money, which itself is a bit of a lesson. It seems we've learned. Uh, mm. That's right. Capitalism wins always. Mm. Well, that's good. All right. Well, yeah. If you feel anything, feel free to just start, <laughs> I won't. start going, I won't. and we'll just we'll just catch on. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. It'll be kind of like the hobbits. Like sometimes they just sort of break out into song about like the misty mountains. Okay. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll keep you posted. Feel free I'll to do that. Posted. The Lord is my strength and song, and He. Do you know that one? Anything? No. 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 <laughs> Continue. And He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare Him a habitation. Okay. This is a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like rhymes a little. It's already starting to rhyme. It's also funny because Moses is clearly so pumped that they like made it out alive that he's starting to just talk like a crazy person. (laughs) Like 
for so long he wasn't sure about God and he didn't really like their partnership. And now he's just like, yes, like God got us out here. I love him. I'm going to, I love this guy so much. I'm going to start, start singing, singing about him. Woo. Well, he's also, he's, he's also got to have like a bit of like, and I told you so people, I told you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. What did I say? What did I say? Listen to Moses. Moses is going to take care of you. <laughs> Tap dancing on the shore of the Red Sea. (laughs) He continues, My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his Mm -hmm. name. He's just, it's more singing. Yes, yes, the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the God God in the last chapter has been calling himself the destroyer. So yes, that's just another. Because he killed so many Egyptian children. (laughs) Oh, cool, bro. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's really cool of him to do that. (laughs) Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. As it consumed them as fire burns straw. Oh, he he's really has a, a a tendency or a preference for the right hand is what I'm reading here. Mm. So left handies. Nothing. Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gosh, I didn't even catch. I was thinking, yeah, they. this is the second time that they've mentioned the right hand, too. Remember, um, was it Jacob and Esau that it was like, I want I want to be by dad's right hand. Yeah, there's some right hand well, stuff. Jesus, Jesus is to the right of the Holy Spirit. Of, of God. Mm. That's interesting. You would think, if anything, Jesus would be a lefty as like... Why? Because it's like, yes, I might be against... I go against the grain, but I'm still good. Right. And it doesn't matter. He's kind of like eccentric and and <laughs> yeah. like thinks differently. <laughs> yeah, but instead it's like, no, 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 no. You're still righties. Righties only. <laughs> Left is weird. You, you Like, you're going to smudge your pencil. Yeah, good point. I I like that um that even in now like as he's like praising God and loving him that yeah, he still has to kind of slam lefties. Yeah. <laughs> no freaks allowed. We love God, he saved us, but no weirdos. I mean, for until, for for a very long time they used to train people not to be left-handed, right? Yeah, I can't believe that Jesus would add to that. Well, what came well, first? Well, we don't know. We're not at Jesus yet. Well, I'm not I'm just saying that it would makes so much sense to me that like as someone was saying hey everyone should be right-handed then someone could say well you know jesus was left-handed because you know he showed us that it doesn't matter what hand yeah you you have a different idea of what of who jesus is you've seen jesus christ superstar one too many times (laughs) i have no idea what he does or what he says i've never read a single word of jesus But that's what I would okay. think. That's my that's my gut it's instinct. It's good. It's good to have an idea of what you're getting into, and then let him let it and surprise then get mad. you. Yeah, this whole book is surprising. Still, and they're still celebrating. Well, maybe the you deaths. could write a left-handed uh, animated feature with Jeffrey Katzenberg. That could be a cool movie, like pro left-handed Lion King. Well, Jeffrey needs a hit, so maybe I'll <laughs> knock knock on his door. Yeah, he's available. He's available, and he's not doing too hot. No. So this would be your time to strike with your left-handed movie. Um, Where are we? Right. Oh, he's still talking. Okay. Moses is still just talking, talking. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as a heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. 
that's weird that some God's doing something with the blast from his nostrils. Yeah, like he sneezed? Like, and all the water came out? <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't like a cool, you know, like... <sighs> like, it, was... it came from his nose? Like, yeah, yeah you'd think nasty. he would blow the water apart. Instead, he's going... <laughs> I can't even make the sound. Yeah, I can't. I can't get it out with my nose. <laughs> he was a yogi. He was. He, yeah. he practiced yoga. Tiger's breath or whatever. Lion's breath. Yeah. I, what the heck is it called? Heart, heart of fire. The breath of fire or something. Breath of fire. Something about like it's his nose air is gross to me. It almost seems like God messed up and he probably didn't want anyone to see him do that. And Moses is like, I bet that was his plan all along to do that weird nose breath. Blasted us with his nose breath. I don't talk about that part. We They've been traveling for a long time at this point. You know, we don't know if they've been brushing their teeth or what kind of hygiene, what, what kind of state. You're saying maybe he was doing it. Oh, like a snot rocket? Well, no, like, like his breath, breath would have been worse. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. So he was doing it to protect them. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, my breath stinks, woof. If I blow my stinky breath on all the Israelites right now, they won't believe in me. Yeah, if they knew how stinky I was. And which makes sense, because he loves stinky things. Mm -hmm. He probably eats stinky things. Probably. That is interesting. He hasn't mentioned what he eats. Yeah, what does God eat? Well, he does, he likes it when they sacrifice whole... Um, lambs to them but lambs. he does I don't, he doesn't really take part in the eating himself no he like it's like their smoke it's interesting that they don't have to explain that away you'd think they would have have to say like and i of course being a god don't you know that looks delicious but i as god don't need that right yeah what does he do with it all right other question added to the list of questions the enemy said i will pursue i will overtake i will divide the spoil my lust shall be satisfied upon them i will draw my sword my hand shall destroy them Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou stretchedst out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. He's still basically just going through the motions of like, that was awesome. You're great. Who? There's no one like this guy. It won't stop. He just keeps talking. And again, thou stretchest out thy right hand. So yeah, wow. Poo poo on the left. Even our lefty Jesus. Who cares about lefty Jesus? No one. No one, because he's not real. Only Dan thinks he's real. <laughs> the people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold on the inhabitants of Palestina. The people shall hear and be afraid. I guess it's like pe- other countries. You know, this is this is a thing that they do is they talk about other countries that we're not aware of, familiar with at all. In mine, it says Philistia. Okay. Mine says Palestina. Yeah. Big yeah. difference. I wonder where Palestina is. I'm going to just Google what. where is Palestina. Where is Palestina now? You would think Palestine, but I would be, but you never know huh. with the Bible. Palestina is in modern day New Jersey. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's where you grew up, Dan. <laughs> I, I'm seeing Jerusalem. Okay. So that makes more sense. the state of palestine but isn't everything there like is this all happening within like a five mile radius yeah (laughs) yeah dan and i have yet to open up a map and we are still so confused about where is where like when they keep saying canaan 
Where is Eden? Is that Israel? Oh, Canaan. Uh, I'll look that up. Thanks. Oh, this could answer that question. <laughs> How do you spell Canaan? C-A-N-A-A-N. Uh, That's a okay, double A. where is Israel? So okay. the land known as Canaan was situated in the territory of Israel. So yeah, it's good to know where we are geographically. You know, geographically. Mm. Okay. Well, so they're just saying other people are going to hear about this and get afraid. And this is what God wanted, if you recall. He was like itching to be famous. So even yeah. though he, it kind of, his plan is, is it seems like working. it's it's working for him that it's like, I will kill all the Egyptians, even though I wanted them to love me. But now I'm going to get all these other people. Right. Now I'm famous. Now I'm famous, baby. Making vines. <laughs> Then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Fear and dread shall fall upon them. By the greatness of thine arm, they shall be as still as a stone till thy people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over which thou hast purchased. Thou shalt bring them in, and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Beautiful song, Moses. <laughs> Congratulations, you just wrote your first hit. This is kind of boring, too, because nothing's happening. No, it's just like Moses can't believe he's alive, and he's screaming like, we did it! Yeah, it's the recap we didn't need. No, we just no. read this. We just did it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, no one's responding to Moses, so he just seems crazy. Like, they all just got out of the Red Sea, and before they can move on, he's like, I just have to say this. And not answering simple questions like, so where are they now? Right, yeah, and where do we go? <laughs> yeah, this leave you hanging. They always, like, talk during, like, a really important part. They did this before going to the Red Sea. They talked about like observing Passover yes. before it even happened. Yeah, we uh, still don't know if like will Moses celebrate Passover? Sure. But like when? Because he said like this is Passover. And this is how you do it. Right. So then when we get to that point in the year again, he's going to do it all over again. Yeah, like will Moses be like, "Okay, this is Passover and this is how we do it?" Cuz he explained it to him but no one did it. No, so they haven't had Passover yet. They just talked about having Passover. I mean, technically, I guess it was the original Passover is when God kills all the Egyptians. Well, the weird thing was they talk about how to have the holiday of Passover before they actually did the thing that they were celebrating. Ah. So they're like, you're going to do all this stuff to remember the day when all this stuff is going to happen. It was like out of order. And God is like, OK, so this is the first one. This is this is it. like me explaining it counts as the first one. He didn't say that, but that's what I imagined was happening. So next year, <laughs> next year, that, that will technically be the first one that you'll be doing without me. I'll be there. And where does Elijah come in? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just fully miss that guy. Yeah. Maybe I'm sure God will be like, oh, hey, remember, I forgot to mention one thing. Yeah. Elijah. Well, maybe Elijah's like hmm, some idea that Jewish people added yeah. to the holiday. An addendum? Like later. No, I think he's a real guy. But not yet. Elijah's deaf, deaf there, but he's just not, hasn't made his appearance yet. He hasn't made his appearance, but then they're like, throw him into the other holiday, even though he hasn't, he wasn't there at the time. He's like um, Danny DeVito in the second season of um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like he wasn't there in the first season, but then they added him to the right. cast and it's like, you know, we just kind of meld the stories and he's always been here. Look, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil things for you, but he, he's a good one. He, he, uh, it, it'll be a fun one to reach. By the time we get there, we won't remember. <laughs> 
So say whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, because people tell us how much more boring the Bible is going to get. So I'm excited every time someone says there's something to look forward to. Yeah, apparently Deuteronomy is going to be rough. Moses continues. For the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. We know. And Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand. And all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. A uh, tambourine. Hmm. Tambourine. And also Miriam, Aaron's sister. Isn't that mean that's Moses's sister too? Yeah. <laughs> Why did he say Aaron's that? sister? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't really get along. She's walking around with tambourines, I guess. He's kind of embarrassed by her. Yeah, she's like uh, Stevie Nicks, sort of like just dancing (laughs) in the moonlight. Yeah, with her scarves. Oh my God, I'm a Miriam type, I think. Oh yeah, tambourine. (laughs) (laughs) She's feeling it. Yeah, and also she's a prophet. They just totally threw in there and it's like, that would have been super helpful during that whole, you know, slavery issue. A second ago, mm. they made it. Yeah, it's like she's a prophet. I didn't know that. Isn't a pro- prophet is someone who talks to God, right? Yeah. Hey, Miriam, I ain't heard you talk to God before, so this seems new to me. What's going on? A lot of information all of a sudden got dumped. Yeah. Onto us. Yeah. Tambourines exist. Is this like Miriam had asked Moses? You know, it's like start calling me a prophet, so then maybe God will talk to me. Mm. Or like, you know, I want to, I want to be a part of this too. Yeah. So just say I'm a prophet. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Yes. Yeah. I would have. You know. And then Miriam did this thing. Wow. She's a prophet too. I just read a, a onward, and I think she's an interesting character. I think you'll find. Out. Oh, there's more to Miriam. We'll see more. Yeah. Coming up. All right. Oh, great. I like that. At least there's a new character. Yeah. Thank God. And Miriam answered them. Sing ye to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days into the wilderness and found no water. Oops. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. <laughs> They walked into a place called Bitter Water and were like, mmm, water. This water's bitter. We should call it Bitter Water. (laughs) Great. Well, you did. Yes, we did. We know. And the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? Yes. (laughs) The uh, complaining Jews are back. (laughs) <laughs> what, are you, what are we doing, Moses? What are we supposed well, to be drinking over here? I mean, we're assuming they haven't drank anything in three days, so they're getting yeah. thirsty. They just got their lives saved so much that Moses and this new person, Miriam, are singing and dancing. Three days later, they're like, what, what's going on here? Is Who's in charge? I'm thirsty. <laughs> what are we getting? What should we drink? Where, where's the water, bud? We just walked out of the sea. We're thirsty. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You got to focus, Moses. You can't just sing and dance the whole time. <laughs> it's not over. Yeah, cut it. Well, when Miriam's around, all bets are off. She's got the tambourine going. Yeah, she's, she's like, fun. I'll talk to God. I'm a prophet. Well, where's the water? Ask God. Oh, yeah. Maybe this is time for her to step up. Yeah, this is e- easy one for you, Miriam. Just talk to God. Ask him. <laughs> Where are we? Are we in Ca- Canaan? Canaan? Yeah, how do you say that? I think it's Canaan. Canaan. We've been uh, saying Canaan. We've been saying Canaan, but we've been saying a lot of crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. And Moses says, no, Moses, and now Moses. And he, being Moses, cried unto the Lord. And the Lord shewed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the water were made sweet. 
There he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them, and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and wilt do that which is right in his sight, and wilt give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. And just to finish off this chapter, And they came to Elim, where were twelve wells of water, and threescore and ten palm trees, and they encamped there by the waters. Interesting. So wow. D- so did they drink the waters? We don't know. I assume so. The su- the sweet water. We don't know, but I think they're near some nice drinkable. Yeah, I'm gonna look up water. Elam. Check out the water. Elam water. Google. Elam water. Is it good? Inter- <laughs> taste. <laughs> Waterreviews.com. <laughs> oh, it's uh, not a shocker, but they, there's an Elam water filter. Mm, that's a great name for a water filter. <laughs> that's the money making. Someone's read the Bible. So I like that, you know, it feels like they're realizing that they've just been dealing with like a mafia boss, you know, where at first they were celebrating. He saved us. We're all good. And then he's like, yeah, but now you got to do me these favors like you want to live. Yeah, I was surprised by that as well, where God was like, oh, or you got to do what I want or else I'm going to turn it on you it's like that never came up in the conversation no he's like oh yeah there's more we're not done like the game wasn't just save you guys the game is save you and now you do exactly what i want you to do or you're going right back into that red sea yeah oops dun 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 and he has diseases like in his pocket i mean if you kind of think of it i'm sure they didn't mean it this way but it is kind of like a chapter where it's like oh god is great sing about him sing about him and then he's like yeah but now i'm a bad guy yeah yes he's this is a great term kind of cool yeah key change you know what i mean yeah oh you speak in music terms yes i forgot (laughs) a lot of prayer here This is like in your songs that you would sing where then you do the part where God gets evil and scary. Yeah, the flute stops. (laughs) The flute stops, the drums kick in. (laughs) God has wanted to be feared so much. So, I mean, he's doing a real, I mean, it seems like he has like a long plan because things seem to be going God's way right now. He saved the right people. He killed people. People are going to be freaked out and scared. And now he's going to get them to do what he wants them to do. He's got you in the palm of his hand, as the song goes. Yeah, his big palm, palm trees. Mm, palm trees. Palm Chapter trees. 16. That's I feel like there's something 10 there. palm trees. Ooh, Ooh. that's that's Elam. that's 10 hands. That's five people. Ten hands, ten right hands. Oh, well, it's either five people, including lefts, or ten people, including only rights. And I think we only include rights here. That's right. So you're right. We don't even acknowledge the left. <laughs> but it's weird how the numbers, though, there were 12 wells of water. Yeah. And three score. What is a three score? 60. 60 what? A score is 20. Oh. So, there was, so they're saying there's three score and 10 palm trees. So that's 70 palm trees. Yeah. Oh, how confusing. Confusing is that? I know. King James. Ugh. Boo. Honestly, you're blowing my mind. I did not know three score was sixty. Well, we've been reading the Bible for a long time. Okay. Yeah. What else so. do you want to know? Provin- oh, we're not coming into this fresh. You didn't know where Canaan was. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, there's holes in our knowledge for sure. <laughs> Vast holes. You're a numbers guy. Yeah, but as far as the numbers are concerned, well, we know numbers, and we know that kine is like a baby cow. Okay. Yeah, a kind, like a Pokemon. And we know that provender is like farm animal food. <laughs> provender is food for animals. And Terry means to like hang out. Wait. Yeah. Cool. Terry. Oh, okay. Terry. Yeah. 
monetary. We used to think it meant party, but it actually just means wait. Yeah, I prefer <laughs> to think of it as like, let's go out and tarry and like party, but it really is just like oh. being there. Boring. Chapter 16, Exodus, Bible. And they took their journey from Elam, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness of Sin, cool, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after their departing out of the land of Egypt. Okay, so it's two months in, and now they're in Sin. Sin Desert, it's like a comic book or... It's like evocative. Right on the nose. Do you think they will be sinful here? Mm. Just if we had to pull ourselves? Yes. This is where we tarry. Yes. <laughs> this is, let's let's tarry in Sin. <laughs> and the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured, murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the flesh pots and when we did eat bread to the full? For ye have brought us forth into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. I love it. They're complaining. Mm. What is a flesh pot? Um, <laughs> I don't know. A pot of meat, maybe? I think so. Like stew? There's just like yeah. a lot of food. We had plenty to eat. And now you brought us into this desert to starve us to death? Jeez, Moses. They just keep murmuring. I love it. Oh, okay, so uh, flesh pots, places providing luxurious or hedonistic living. Well, they're in the sin desert, so let's see what happens. That's right, baby. No, but they're saying they used to live in the flesh pot. Yeah, but maybe the sin desert will have some yeah. kind of flesh pot mirage for them. Maybe. And is flesh pot a brand these days? <laughs> like a water f- purifier called flesh pot? Uh... Flesh pot is like a... Um, Slow cooker. Yeah, it's like an Instapot. Yeah, flesh, uh, flesh pot. It's a nice place to slow oh, cook some meats. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It, it, the <laughs> Urban Dictionary has taken flesh pot to meat and mean something oh, different, no. so we don't want to go there. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to know. Ugh, flesh pot. Oh. I can only imagine. Even Honestly, I might look it up because I feel like my mind is now racing. With like worse things. It's it's not as bad. It's not just like someone with a big butt. It's just bodily, you know, they're, they're saying it's bodily comfort or pussy. <laughs> I said the word. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you <laughs> well, we had the Matrix last week. Oh, that. yeah. In the Bible, they call that same thing the Matrix. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Sick. Um, yeah. A woman has to open her Matrix for a baby to come out. <laughs> Very interesting. Pretty weird. Okay, so then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily rules it's like everyone's starving and god is like okay here's how it's gonna go down i'm gonna rain food everyone can pick up a certain amount like everyone gets a per diem you can double it somehow and then you could pick up twice as much as usual on the sixth day your cheat day who cares who cares just give them some food man open the fridge open the fridge that's it just like open the big fridge in heaven this podcast used to like dwell in trying to unpack exactly the numbers crunch the numbers but it's just pointless he's so ocd he can't help himself like people are asking for help and he has he just like starts acting like rain man and is like here's how i'll help them with specific right. numbers and well he's not a good giver he like has it's like he can't get he's so 
tight-fisted that if he gives, he has to like create all these like rules and regulations that are just like a different way of having control. Mm-hmm, that's true. Ah, yeah. very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's like have fun and I'm good, but don't have too much fun and do it my way. Do it like this. Yeah. If you don't, I'll punish you. It's like, well, don't don't give us the bread in the first place. Honestly, it's like who cares? He's a controlling father. He really yeah. is. Like you know, and that's why they keep saying like maybe we should just stay in Egypt. Like what what's going on with this guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of on these murmuring people's side. Yeah, they they don't they're never complaining about the wrong thing. Like usually you would have that kind of character be wrong to be like complaining, but then you you realize like it's really Moses is doing a good job, but these people have a bad attitude. No, but these people are asking legitimate questions. Like why why are we here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are we singing and dancing if there's all the water's poisonous? What are we doing here? I mean, I would be the first to quote unquote murmur if I was <laughs> one of them. Yeah, I'm a real murmurer too. <laughs> Team murmurer. And Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, At even, then ye shall know that the Lord hath brought you out from the land of Egypt. Don't know what that means. In the evening. And in the morning. What? Remember, at even means in the evening. Mm. Oh, yeah. We know that. And in the morning, then ye shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that ye murmur against us? Oh, is this cool? They're calling him out on the murmurings. You got to cut it with these murmurs. Wait, so so God is calling them out? I think Moses is calling them out, saying, saying God hears your murmurs. Ah, <laughs> you're complaining. Really that is really funny. He's like, you think you're murmuring at a low volume, but it doesn't matter. God can hear all volumes. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Well, I I guess in my mind, I had always assumed they were murmuring quite loudly because I mean, but you're right. I I think I think it's a murmur. That's why it's called like a stage murmur for everyone to hear. But now (laughs) it's like, oh, God, this is so annoying. Where are we going to get water? Like, uh, I just need water. Like, where are we going? And Moses (laughs) is more like, hey, guys, I just want to make sure everyone's going to stay safe. Even if you're doing it that way. hear all of this. Like you're on the mic. It's like a hot. (laughs) They're still on. Mic, guys. Everyone's mic packs God can are still hear on. You. It's like, oh shit, he can hear us. Shit, he's not gonna shit. know it was me though, right? <laughs> no, no, <I> can't <laughs> just say. He doesn't even know my name. No, <laughs> guys, God knows, like he's God. He's he knows who's saying it, what they're saying. They don't understand the rules that he just has a full knowledge of everything. I haven't even met this God guy. I think the who, I think God is this God Moses, guy? and this is like a character. He's Ugh, Miriam is so Moses. annoying. Get her out of here. Yeah, what was Miriam? Really we have dancing. to talk a little quieter, but we can keep murmuring. I can't Just help it. What am a I not little supposed to less loud. I'm not supposed to talk now because Moses no, said oh, so. Oh, okay. Oh, where are we going? Why did you tell us where we're going? You stupid. <laughs> now we can say whatever we want because it's a little quieter. <laughs> He's not gonna. What's he gonna do? And Moses said, This shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full, for that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. That's manipulative. It's like, I don't don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, it's not against me. I'm fine I'm with it. I'm not doing any. Guys, I'm just working. I'm following orders here. And God is going to give us meat and bread. We should be happy about that. God not exactly like spending a lot of money on like what he's going to feed them. It's really like the just the basics. It, that it's that's really annoying. Now I, I forgive me. Now you're upset. Now I'm upset. Okay, because Moses is clearly doing a a bad job as a leader. These people ha- need to eat. They don't know where they're going. Right, he just needs right. to stand up, tell them what the plan is. It's you know, true. 
be a good leader. But now he's saying like, number one, I can hear you. And number two... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like okay fine they, they don't even know where they're going so let them murmur you know they're yeah. true and number yeah. two he's saying like not only can i hear you but like when you murmur about me like you're murmuring about god and we know you're, you're mm. murmuring about the lord and we know what he can do to you so you better watch it and it's like no dude just be a good leader yeah yeah right there's like a type of personality that's like brings in the idea of other people that are mad at you it's like that yeah like kind of creates this like it's like kind of conspiratorial i'm relating it to someone i know who's like who yeah where you've 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 i can't say but it's like you've like you've messed up with like other people now everyone's mad at you and you're like who like let that person talk to me then and it's like i think you're making this up it's like no 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 there's other people god is mad at you i just He's not saying it. He's just not saying it. But I have the guts to say it to you. And like Moses said, you know, I don't think I'm cut out for this, but I was hoping that maybe we would get to see, you know, his change and watch him grow as a person to go from like, I'm nervous. I can't be a leader to like, I got to step up. Like, this is my job now. But he's not. He's just like. He's just saying, cut it out. Guys, stop. Okay. Because like God could hear you and like, it's annoying. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Moses, get me there. Yeah, yeah. You like, said yeah. You were gonna... get me something to drink. Help me help just you. Give me some leadership. I want to be on your side. <laughs> I'm talking shit about you because I you deserve to be talked shit about. Yeah, like there's yeah, no. I can't say stuff to your face. There's no moment where God's like, you know what? Let's reset. Everyone's upset. We're hungry. We're thirsty. I made mistakes. And I'm glad. Thank you for the feedback. Yeah. Here's how we're going to do things going forward. No, he's just like, don't do that, guys. It's really not cool. It's really not cool. God is going to kill you. <laughs> it's like pull the minivan over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hand hand juice boxes to all the kids in the back. Yeah. And say like, sorry, we're almost there. Well, yes, yeah. I understand. And you're going to be happy when we get there. Yeah. You're going to like it. And I'm doing this for you. I'm a little frustrated, too, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and we're all just hungry. <laughs> We're all, they're all hangry. Yes, we're just (laughs) hungry, we're frustrated, it's hot. So let's see how Moses (laughs) deals with this. And Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, saying, At even at even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. Wow, so God wow. is kind of taking the soft, like, good boss, good cop route. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see if he keeps his promises. Mm-hmm, yeah, I- I'm surprised, though, because... Yeah, I, I thought, if anything, God would stick up. I thought they were, like, anti-murmuring, and they were like, shut up about the murmuring. Stop it, guys. <laughs> God is upset. And then God's like, no, I heard your complaints. It makes sense. Let me get you some food. I'll do it. And we're all going to be good. He kind of just, like, made a, what's, there's a phrase for it, but just, like. Threw him under the bus? Ma- threw Moses under yes. the bus in a big way. He really did. <laughs> and it came to pass that even the quails came up and covered the camp. And in the morning, the dew lay round about the host. Robert just fades away. <laughs> What's that mean? I mean, I, I was promised bread. Yeah, not dew. <laughs> yeah, it's dew's good. Dew's like bread. Oh, water. Water. So that evening, oh. vast numbers of quail arrived and covered the camp. 
The next morning, the desert all around the camp was wet with dew. So I guess they're just all going to start licking leaves. Oh, yeah. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness, there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. Mm-hmm. Small round thing. Oh, let's see. I'm so hungry for small round things. <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> I will give you small round things to lick off the ground. <laughs> I said I promised you bread. Yeah, uh, that's I'm still... A little upset about that, but yeah, like I thought we were gonna get like bread and butter, toasted bread. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. For they wist not what it was. I guess that means they didn't know what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. Oh boy, I gotta look up manna. I thought manna is like plants. I thought manna was like in a video game. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it gives you magic. I think it's ability to do magic. (laughs) Mana points. Uh, yeah, I guess you're you're kind of both right. When you look up manna, it just says the substance miraculously supplied as food to the Israelites in the wilderness. Exodus 16. So they're just like eating like the fake food that the kids ate in Hook? It's it's quite a, it's spiritual nourishment. What happened mm. to the bread? So it's like, yeah, uh, this is your bread. I'm giving you like advice. It's like when someone's like... <laughs> That's food for thought like that. Like, yes, mm, I think so. Chew on that. Yeah, but you, you lied to me because I'm hungry. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> just chew and go, mm, mm. Can you taste yeah, it? I Don't would you taste start, the bread? I would start murmuring at this point. Yeah, there would be some big murmurs. like, you're definitely going to get bread. <laughs> And it's like, and the, and then you're like, what is this? And God, and Moses is like, that's bread. And like, clearly they're confused. So it's not bread. It's manna. Right. So, okay. So exactly. So yeah, it is man. Uh, they, uh, for thy wist, not what it was. Yeah. Duh. They didn't know what that was. They were. Because it didn't, definitely did not look like bread. Whatever. <laughs> they don't just say, they don't say what it looks like. It does not look like bread. God had such an easy chance to like slam dunk it and be like, I'm giving you meat. I'm giving you bread. And instead he gave them manna. I thought he said bread was going to rain from the sky. I, I Tons didn't. of bread. Oh. What is going on, God? Well, oh, but then he's like, then he's like being literal. He's like, yeah, it's like, it will be like little rain drops made out of dew that turn into a bread substance. I don't know. So screwed up. It's so screwed up. Yeah, it's guys, come on. God and Moses (laughs) need to have a talk. Get on the same page and just like you got to do right by the people a little bit. (laughs) It's like they really are kind of torturing them. (laughs) So Moses continues. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating an omer for every man. Two quarts. I guess an omer is two quarts. Oh, a quart. Okay, so this is so liquidy that it's in even measured in quarts. You know how bread is measured as a liquid. So pick up two quarts of this bread. According to the number of your persons, take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so and gathered some more, some less. That's funny. It's a funny little detail. Yeah. <laughs> some people didn't get it exactly right. <laughs> yeah, we know. We, we see you. We yeah, saw yeah, you. Like, little, little Arthur. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Kind of a little product. extra for me. And when they did meet it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. It, it, it worked out, is basically what they're saying. Everybody got what they needed. And Moses said, let no man leave of it till the morning. It's so funny. Don't keep any of it overnight. If you don't eat it, 
put it back in the Eat pile. Right? <laughs> I'm not sure what he means there, but again, it, it doesn't feel like the best plan. I think it's like there's kids starving in China. Like, eat all your, eat all your, eat it up. Right. Eat it, eat up, eat up, eat your manna. Notwithstanding, they hearken not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning, and it bred worms and stank, and Moses was wroth with them. Wow. They're, wow. It feels like they're trying to make the people seem bad here. <laughs> Moses told them not to leave the bread, and now they're stinky maggots. I mean, it's all about how you spin it, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they're <laughs> yeah. Because what if it's just like they ate what they wanted to eat? Yeah, what do you want? What do you want me to do about it? Like, you told me to eat. I guess he told them not to leave anything. So like, yeah, they said eat all of it. And he was like, I'm full. You're throwing like tons of rules. Like, I don't know what this is. And then you said to take two quarts of it. So I tried my best. I don't like it that much. So I ate as much as I could. And now there's stinky. I didn't know there was going to be maggots. Why didn't you say, hey, don't leave it because it will get infested. Be straight up with me. And not just that, but I just spent three days of not eating. So it's logical for me to maybe save a few pieces (laughs) for later. No offense. Because I know what's up. (laughs) I don't know when we're going to eat again. Yeah. Like you told me this is bread. I didn't know bread like turns into worms when the sun comes up. Yeah. But is it bread or is it just like the idea of bread? I guess whatever. Great question. The the jury is out. And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted and it came. Oh, so they're getting this every night. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So that's kind of nice, but. That's better. And it came to pass that on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man, and all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, This is that which the Lord hath said, Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today, and seethe, 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 that ye will seethe. Seethe that ye will seethe. It says, um, so bake or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. Oh, so boil is seethe. It's very odd to me that they're saying like, this is this, the day of rest, which was one of the first things established in the entire Bible. Yeah, like why are you doing this again? And he's saying bake it, but what do they have exactly? I, I thought they're like running away. I didn't know you had to bake it at all. I thought it came fully ready to eat. But I guess it's like this like liquidy bread that you can turn into bread if you bake it, but it turns into worms if you leave it out. I thought it was dew though. Isn't that- <laughs> Yeah, that's like raw dough. I guess, okay, okay. And then they're baking it. I'm assuming they've got fires going. A fire? Okay, so it's just like bake it on the open fire, kind of. It's not like put it in an oven and set it to 400. Yeah, I don't think they have that. They don't have ovens, no way. Got it, got it. Okay, so that's kind of nice, though. Nice cook, a nice bread charred with fire, smoked. Get a nice flavor. Yeah, but he's saying that like today, unlike the other days, it won't turn into worms. It'll be good for another day. Got it. And it's like, why can't oh. we just have regular bread? Uh, and again, why just can, if we can have anything, can we just have bread? Right. Are we going to stay here? <laughs> What's going on? I like that before also Moses just got mad at them for leaving the bread out, but nothing happened with it. He's like, dude, these people. Gah. Next verse. God, it stinks. But I guess we're move on the yeah. move, Gah. so it doesn't matter. Fade to the next <laughs> scene. Anyway. All right. What's coming next? Okay. And see that ye will see. And that which remaineth over... Lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid it up till the morning, as Moses bade, and it did not stink, neither was there any worm therein. And Moses said, Eat that today, 
For today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there, that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. Bad communication. <laughs> like Moses said, don't do it. They did it. It didn't work. Yeah, I guess they're, I mean, he's trying to prove a point. He's trying to teach them a lesson where it's like, work every day, but don't work on the seventh day. And like, trust me, the, the, the day before, everything will be enough for that day so that you don't have to work. So many tests. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Not a lot of communication, a lot of tests. I kind of like how contrarian the Hebrew people are. It makes me feel a little connected to them <laughs> that just they just constant any single rule that they're given, they're like, my first instinct is to just test it. <laughs> Let me see. Let's see. I'd like to know for myself. <laughs> and and then nothing bad happens to them. They try it and they say, "Oh yeah, wow, okay. he was right." <laughs> it did turn into worms. It stinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Good for him. Okay. I guess he knew. It makes toddlers look like uh, uh, like oh okay, so they're they're onto something. Yeah, it seems very. It like... reminds me of my dad. You know, where it's like you just it's like I'll be like. Hey, you know, it's not good. I, I, there's, I can't even think of a good example offhand, but constantly growing up, he'd be like, I'd be like this. It's closed. Like it's a Sunday. It's closed. And he's like, I'm just going to check. Right. And then he'll walk up to the thing. He'll check the sign. He'll be like, it's closed. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's what I said. I, you can't, you don't trust me. Like you just don't trust any information that you don't see yourself. Why should I? Why should I? I just saw it and now I'm good. It's in my blood to not. Let me just shake the door a little bit here. Nope. It's locked. Okay. It's locked. That's weird. Closed. It says it's closed and it's closed. We are the Hebrew people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It feels right. Mm -hmm. We're almost done with this chapter. And the Lord said unto Moses, how long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath, therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. And the house of Israel called the name thereof manna, and it was like coriander seed, white. And the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Oh, so we're getting some details about so this. So this is like the Eucharist, isn't it? Like, um, ah. It seems a lot like yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder. It's kind of like a wafer. Yeah, tasty, little sweet. Uh -huh. White. Maybe a little honey taste. Yeah, that's, that sounds nice. Like a Nilla wafer. Uh -huh. Vanilla and cookie. And a little coriander. Maybe a little taste of coriander. Have Not you guys bad. ever had a, uh, like a Eucharist waf wafer? Yeah, but those don't taste like much of anything. Yeah, it's like it's like bland. They got to make these. Yeah, this, this sounds better. But maybe, coriander. yeah, it, it's meant to be this. But in, in the process of like overproduction, you got to have, you know, give enough. No more uh, coriander. It's too expensive. <laughs> Food costs. Cut out the honey. Cut it. Yeah, honey, no way. Straight up wafer. Just, just the wafer. They should do that. They should make this kind. It's like a some like hipster restaurant that takes like an old kind of thing that you think is boring. Like this restaurant makes, you know, borscht. Mm -hmm. Like that's crappy. And they're like, no, no, we brought back the old, old recipe. It's actually really good. It just got bad over time. And we use, you know, artisanal ingredients to make our magic. Yeah. That's right. That's right. A hint of honey. <laughs> we have, mm. we have Edom water. Some manna and mm. quail. But imagine like the you have to eat a lot of wafers to feel satisfied. Oh my gosh. Two quarts. Quarts of it. Two <laughs> quarts worth. <laughs> to be specific, you'd feel sick after. 
And Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord commandeth. Fill an omer of it to be kept for your generations, that they may see the bread wherewith I have fed you in the wilderness when I brought you forth from the land of Egypt. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a pot, and put an omer full of manna therein, and lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generations. Why don't you do it? <laughs> Why am I? Well, okay. When did this become my job, brother? Uh, as the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. The testimony is all caps. I don't know what the... Aaron did this just as the Lord had commanded Moses. He eventually placed it for safekeeping in the Ark of the Covenant. Oh. Hmm. Called the testimony. Ark of the Covenant. Cool. Is it like a, a box? Special box. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess they do keep the Eucharist in a like a a fancy box, right? Like an Ark of the Covenant. It, in in a church. Can you remember a church? Did anyone ever say like, "Hey, hand me that Ark of the Covenant"? <laughs> no, mm. it's not ringing a bell. Okay. But but in Jewish temples, like in the Ark where they keep the Torah, is there a big? Is there a court of stinky bread? Manna of stinky bread? Can't remember. Also, is this ma- This isn't matzah, right? Maybe no. Because there's no Matzah's coriander. The whole or honey unleavened bread stuff. We've been over matzah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like matzah though. It's not unlike matzo. But it does melt a little bit more on your tongue. You know, you can make like the honey. When you're making bread, you have the starter and then you have to feed the starter to get it uh, more yeasty, I I think. But you have to throw away part of it. So maybe it's like that part. I don't know, Dan. (laughs) I don't know. Let me get a confirmation. It is great. I mean, Dan, you're asking about this kind of like sky bread, yeah. And you're and you're saying like, do we know how they made yeah. it? Yeah, Robert, Rebecca. I, I still think it's dew. <laughs> like I'm really yeah, confused. Just She's convinced it's dew. You think it's bread? You think it's dough? Yeah, like yeah. Dough. I'm really thinking of like where they give like kids like pizza dough and then they cook it for them at a restaurant or something like. Yeah, make this little ball of dough into something, and then, you know, in a couple minutes, you'll have, like, a little bun. Yeah, like a little cooking project for a kid. Yes. <laughs> like, put it in your little Easy Bake Oven. That's what I think this and is. you can make a little pizza. Yeah. Put a little sauce on it. See? Do you believe in God now? Well, to finish off this chapter, And the children of Israel did eat manna for 40 years until they came to a land inhabited. They did eat manna until they came unto the borders of the land of Canaan. Now in Omer is the tenth part of an ephah. That's so funny. What? And what a stupid ending. Wow, what a <laughs> mic just, drop, am I right? They, they, and, I really wish they had just cut that chapter by one sentence. Yes, it's like, and now, because, so mine ends with, so the people of Israel ate manna for 40 years until they arrived in the land of Canaan. They did it, where there are crops. Which is kind of weird. Who's make, who's planting those crops? But anyway, and then in parentheses, oh, by the way, the container used to measure the manna was an omer, and that holds about two quarts. Bye. It's like a footnote. That's like how the, the chapter ends. Now an omer is the tenth part of an ephah. And what's an ephah? What is an ephah? Mine just okay. says a container used to measure it. So it must be a part of a bigger container. What a dumb ending. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about containers. You don't like that? Well, just like, why are you mentioning this now? You like... At least talk about it when you mentioned Omer for the first time. Yeah, and like end it on getting at Canaan. You're like at the, what I assume is kind of like the promised land. Oh, wait a minute. So an an Omer is what, two quarts? Mm-hmm. So, which is already confusing. So one quart would be, so it's one fifth, of, uh, an Effa is a one fifth of a quart. But why are they telling an us that? Effa is one fifth of a quart. Yeah. Wait, no, it's five quarts. 
So an is omer it? is one fifth of an effa. Omer is the tenth part of an effa. Oh, okay. This is so confusing. Just tell us what what do you what are you trying to get across? Here? <laughs> Just draw a picture. <laughs> Just show us a picture of like the little measuring cup. Yeah. What do you want from us? <laughs> is that what it is? Like a glass Pyrex measuring cup that everyone walked around with? I think so. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And guys, before we leave Egypt, don't forget to bring your your omers, little cups, your your ephahs, or if an eff, if you don't have an omer, an ephah will work. That'll be just fine. As just well. you know, do a tenth of it. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> huh? Okay. So, what exactly happened there? We got out of the Red Sea. Moses sang a song. He is partying. We didn't get through a lot of like plot. I will say. I love the murmurs. I mean, they ate. They ate. That was the big thing. They ate and they drank. I mean, that's a big deal when you're out in the desert and it's not happening for a while. So I'm happy for them. But I mean, can we talk about how like this? They ate it for forty years. That's rough. Forty years. Yeah. They also kind of dropped that one. Like they just don't understand the Bible. Like where the interesting material is at. Yeah. <laughs> mm. They take it's like a lot of measuring your your mana in omers, and then it's like anyway. So they did that for forty years. The end. Like, yeah, like, whoa, <laughs> what about the characters? What about like, what did they do in those 40 years? Did they just walk? An entire generation of I mean, people. You're, you're telling me they walked for 40 years? Well, sometimes the Bible will backtrack. Yeah, maybe we'll get some deets later. Possibly. It's possible next time we'll get some deets, but it's also possible we won't. There's just no way to know. Yes, that's what... That's what that's the hook. But we really understood. I feel like that first month we got a lot of detail. Mm -hmm. They went to this wilderness. They went to that wilderness. They complained. Yeah, complaining. That was a big part of it, which I appreciate. <laughs> it's like this. This trip sucked. Like they were dancing. We knew what instruments they were using to dance. Yeah, our first song. Our first people were so excited. They sang songs, and the tambourine had already been invented. But then forty years passed like that. There's no mention of like yeah someone inventing a tambourine. It was just kind of there. It was there. I didn't even know drums existed, let alone adding little jingle jangles to yeah. it to make it a tambourine. Yeah. I guess it's a metaphor for life, right? Like one fun thing happens and you celebrate and then 40 years later you wake up. You're like, where'd the time go? You you've just had bread. <laughs> yeah. And all you got is an omer of, of bread pudding, sort of like a yeah half-baked bun kind of thing. It's Yeah. It's rough. But it tastes a little bit of coriander, a little bit of honey. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. For 40 years, it's not bad. Much like a lot of the chapters, like, it just kind of leaves you with the taste of having nothing much to say. Like, okay. You know, just like, huh. And so so God gave them quail once? Oh, yeah. One great day, they got tons of quails. Tons. And then get ready for the big show, <laughs> manna. Manna for 40 years. Which seems to have a very faint taste, very subtle coriander, and a little honey. Yeah, yeah, nice subtle flavor. Yeah, I didn't want you guys to fill up on quail, so I thought this and would I'm be so nice. And I'm so convinced that it, it could even be an idea. It could possibly just not be- Food at all. Anything real. Don't you think that this is what they base that scene on in Hook when the, all the kids are like pretending to eat and then it sort of comes to life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's like colorful food. It's sort of a sludge. I think that's manna. Yeah, except if it's like, if it is imaginary food, you it's like, why go through the trouble of making it so kind of boring and yeah, such a subtle taste? Like, at least those kids got like, what seems right. like pies. Right. Colorful and, yeah. ice cream type Candies. Foods. Yeah. Dream is... big, Lord. Like, it felt like this thing like rained down from heaven, but then when you study it, it's like, oh, 
has like a subtle taste to it. It's not like too heavy, so that's kind of yeah, nice. It's but like a little coriander and a little. Yeah, I don't honey. see a child ima- in his imagination being like, and there's just a hint of coriander and honey. No actual honey. No, no, no. A hint. A hint of honey flavoring. Well, there's no honey in it. <laughs> the writer was just like a very sensible person. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm. yeah, a very thin person. <laughs> Well, you know, technically it's supposed to be Moses. That's that's the rumor. What? The rumor is that Moses wrote the first five books, which is why it's- I, it, th- I think that's impossible, isn't it? I, I don't, I, it's hard to place any of this. Like, Who told you that rumor? Just some a guy person? On, a certain man told. No, no, it, um, it is, that is available to look up. That's the belief. But that's one of the hot rumors. One of the hot the rumors about the Bible is that Moses supposedly- the writer for the first five books. Okay. When did Moses live? I think in like 1945 to <laughs> died a few years ago. Okay. Yeah. Buchanan was president. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was kind of in this 60s, like the 60s San Francisco scene <laughs> of writers. I'm, I'm seeing a, a thir- 14 to 13th B, uh, BC. For, for 14 to 13th hmm. century BC a long time ago that's a very long time ago but i guess they did have it by you know the the 40 bc when they're in the you know along the around when jesus was born i mean he's taking it off of something so mm-hmm. right someone had to have written it by the time jesus totally entered right. the picture so i guess maybe he did maybe he did Maybe. Who's to say who's to say we don't know and we're not gonna it wasn't out. king james no he just asked someone to write a version <laughs> He was like, you make it sound like I want it to sound. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't get it. It's yeah, too confusing. I want more measuring cups. <laughs> well, guys. Yeah, this was very nice. We learned a lot, I think, maybe. Yeah. A lot of vocabulary words, at least. If this was like a textbook, there'd be some bold words. You know, this is the way I want to read the Bible, honestly. You totally. guys are doing Slowly. a spectacular job. Thank you. You know, And with a computer in front of me so that I can Google every single word that I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what a study Bible is meant to do, is like, <laughs> yeah, it already did the Googling for you. But we refuse. Rebecca, is there anything you want to um, plug or mention? Maybe perhaps the, the podcast? Yeah. Um, you guys can uh, check out the Alarmist podcast. We What we do is we take uh, historical tragedies and cover them and then figure out who's to blame. So we're kind of in the blame game. If you want a comedy history judgmental podcast, which if you're here to listen to the Bible, then I'm, I'm guessing you really love judging. So mm, yeah, there's a, a little of bit of crossover. I think you, you guys might really like, you know, the alarmist. Yeah. What do they call it in school? Like cross-disciplinary. If you like your comedy cross-disciplinary <laughs> and you're already doing comedy and religion, hey, comedy and history. Go for there it. There you go. Not the biggest leap from there. There was a great show years ago that was made by the guys who made Animaniacs called Hysteria. And it was all like historical based animated oh, sketch yeah. comedy. I remember that. It's funny. So do that. <laughs> Everyone check that out too, I guess. Huh. Cool. Maybe on YouTube, there's a clip. I don't know. <laughs> well, as always, keep studying those Bibles. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, eat some manna this week. There you go. And spread the good word of the Bible Brothers. Oh, yeah. Bible Brothers podcast at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter. Hit me up. I'm on there. Talk to Dan. Talk to me, whatever you got. Thanks for all the recs and the emails and the responses to uh, social media stuff. And um, yeah, don't forget to rest on Sundays, too. Rest on Sundays. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye bye. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye.